Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Social Circus. I'm your host, Sarah Thompson, and today I'm being thrilled to be joined by a very special guest, Georgia, from Eucalypt Remedial Massage. Welcome, Georgia. Hi, good morning. It's so lovely to have you here. So um, let's dive in. And can you tell everyone, because I'm sure people listening going, well, this is going to be interesting, remedial massage. Can you tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what your business is? Yeah, so um, I've only been a remedial massage therapist uh, for just over a year now. So prior to that, my pre-COVID life, um, I was in travel. And then obviously we all know what happened there. Um, (laughs) I loved being my own boss when I had opportunities to work solo Um, and, you know, straight out of high school, I actually did human biology at uni very briefly, but I loved it. So for me, putting the two together of the human biology and being my own business, ta-da, remedial massage therapist. So I um, have a clinic at home now in the front room of our house, (laughs) my husband off into the city on when I have clients. But yeah, so now I'm predominantly uh, helping people who sit at desks in that home office life that is (laughs) (laughs) post-COVID. And actually in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be doing an intensive course on neck pain disorders as well. So I really want to get right into all those necks of people sitting at a desk working from home and struggling but not doing anything about it oh and and this is I'm guessing my listeners have gone oh okay this is why she's here today so Georgia as you can imagine sees lots of us kind of people who and I'm now conscious of my posture um who sit at our (laughs) desk all day and who slouch and don't take care of ourselves and then we go in and we're like I can barely move I'm so stiff and so um, I really wanted to have Georgia on to chat about this because it's such a common problem for us. Now, I, you know, I love to start with a question about what inspired you for this, but I feel like you maybe answered it a little bit. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that, Georgia? Um, oh, yeah, well, I suppose I've always been a bit of an active service person. Like I love making people feel better. In travel, I used to love, you know, getting people holidays that they would just come back from and be so like appreciative Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this has been just the ultimate in making people feel better yeah. um, and just solving problems. That's yes. a huge Yeah, so that's wow. that was, it ticks all my boxes. Oh, I love that because it's so nice when we can find those things that make us like fill up our cup as well as mm-hmm. being our actual source of income. And that's, I totally relate to that. So let's talk about, and I'm, and, and I'm hoping that lots of you are listening to this, maybe you're out walking or doing something active. So let's talk about what are we doing to ourselves when we're sitting on our butt all day? <laughs> Cause I know that's like <laughs> sitting is the new smoking, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like the sitting, the sitting's not so bad. It's the, it's the head tilt. It's where on, you know, I always watch people on the train. Everyone's looking at their phone and their head's just at that slight tilt. And that's Forward straining tilt. all those muscles at the back that run from like midway through our back all the way up right into the base of our skull. You know, sometimes like you'll get your hair done and your hairdresser gives you that head massage and in the back of your head, you're just like, oh my goodness. Yes, yes. <laughs> that is literally like holding our heavy, heavy heads up 
And when, as soon as we tip our head, we're just hurting those muscles right along the back of our neck. Um, so that, you know, we're sitting at keyboards usually. So, you know, your shoulders are just that little bit forward to type. So everything's getting rounded. You just so much stress and pressure going along the back of our shoulders and our necks, but also along our chest. We're tightening all these muscles and shortening them all because everything's just gone from here to here. Yeah, and, and that, that, that forward movement that we always have, that roundedness, yes. And yeah. I was wondering what we're all going to look like as little old ladies because <laughs> um, I think that I already feel like I'm getting a little hunch in the back of my neck now and yeah. I'm so conscious of it as I get older and I think is that going to be like an epidemic of all of us in this generation with phones that we're going to have these really bad hunches and things? I reckon my um, when I was in high school, my mum actually said, she was like, you need to get into a job where you're treating people's thumbs because now everyone's on phones doing this. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, right, like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I read something and it was saying that over generations, if we keep doing it, our thumbs are actually going to grow large and disproportionate to the rest of our hands because they're so <laughs> overused. <laughs> So if that's us, and I'm sure that everyone's kind of going, oh, that's so me. If we're doing that all the time, like like you said, the sitting isn't the, the fatal thing. It's the way in which we're holding our neck and the way in which we're holding our shoulders and things like that. When we're sitting there doing that, what, what are some things that we could be doing to combat that or to compensate for it? Yeah, so definitely um, just, just moving. Even if that means, you know, walking yourself down to the kitchen and making a cup of tea, which you know, we're, we're all doing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, while you're there waiting for the kettle, like just have a stretch, you know, turn your neck, roll your shoulders, just move your body. Don't put the kettle on and then sit at the dining table on your phone checking what you've missed. Like you know, <laughs> just move, honestly. And I'm I'm such a sedentary person, like by nature, my free time is sitting on the couch and parenting from the couch. Yes. But like just when you can, just be aware of it have a sip of water, look away from your phone, you know, move, just move. Oh, such a, and that seems like such an obvious thing to do. And um, I am also guilty of that. So I, I do try and get up really regularly, particularly if I'm not coaching and I can have those nice breaks in my day. And I'm very conscious of taking lots of steps because otherwise you can get to the end of the day. And like my tracker says, I've done 3000 steps. I'm like, that's terrible. And I find if I just add those little walk, extra walks in while I'm doing stuff, you can really increase your movement. But I'm definitely guilty of standing there looking at my phone while the kettle's boiling. I feel like <laughs> you're watching me, Georgia. <laughs> So um, those kind of things are really, really helpful to help us break it up. And at what point should we be starting to see somebody like you? Is it when we're at crisis point and I can't move? Or is it something we should be doing really regularly, really? If you can, and obviously, like, price is such a factor, right? I know it is for me. I put off my self-care because that's the lowest of my priorities. Yes. Um, and it's just we've been brought up in this thing that self-care is, you know, a luxury and it's something that like, no, 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 you don't, you don't need that nice thing, but really, and when people think of a massage, they think of, you know, lying down in the lovely essential oils and it being just a fluffy, duffy thing. Whereas mm. the remedial massage, um, remedial remedy, helping yes. and healing and, you know, helping your body with that inflammation and things like that. So it's, it's kind of the, the massage that, physiotherapists learn is a lot of the techniques we use in remedial massage so if you've ever mm -hmm. you know a lot of people have been to a physio yes. um so it's I mean you can book a relaxation massage if you like 
I love doing those. Um, but remedial is specifically about getting into particular muscle groups um, and working with your body. So if you can make it part of your once a month, your self-care habit, mm-hmm. um, just standing appointment, book yourself in. Um, but otherwise, a majority of the people I see, it's when they've cricked their neck or something and they've tried to rest it for a day or two and the heat pack's not quite doing it, so then yes. they <laughs> Oh, and it, it's so interesting how we do leave it to the point of when we're in pain, whereas I know a lot of the time my I have a lot of stiffness and that's actually the early warning sign, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Having that stiff neck and, you know, you know you're getting older when <laughs> sleeping hurts your neck. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that is depressing. Um, a lot of things hurt as you get older, I'm sad to yeah. report. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I wish, um, I wish I could go back and tell myself to be take better care of my body, so that now I wouldn't be feeling like the aging process so much. So when we're sitting at our desks and we start to notice that, what should we do? Like, just as a, like a, a break, sort of circuit breaker to those kind of habits that we get into. Yeah. So the quickest thing, and something like everyone's got in their house, is a heat pack. Yeah. So if you're starting to feel that in your neck, and you just kind of have that, like, oh, like that's just not as good as it should be pop the heat pack in the microwave you can just sling one around your shoulders while you're still working it's still going to warm those muscles which is really good Mm -hmm. um we know our muscles get warmth from movement and from doing exercise but having that outside heat in from heat pack is also still really beneficial especially when you're time poor and you've just got that work you've got to get done chuck a heat pack on it and have some water pop your heat pack on at the same time as you're waiting for the jug to boil yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love that and so that's a really good because i i'm I'm definitely guilty of and i'm sure we all know this of the things that i know that i should be doing we don't do because you're like i know that i should you know take a stretch and move my neck and that and then you just get busy and you forget and the heat pack is actually it's kind of a very passive thing to do isn't it it's actually like well i'm doing some good here without actually doing anything yeah yeah and it's like you don't need to get out of your jammies and you know you're working from home (laughs) you can just swing it over your shoulders (laughs) Yeah, amazing. And so the neck and the shoulders definitely is something that we feel, I think we feel a lot when we're sitting at our desk. And um, is it is there, do you think, a, a benefit to only doing so many hours a day of work or what do you think would be optimal in terms of that? Because I do try and stretch my workout and then I think, oh, would it be better if I condensed it all and just got it over and done with? And I, <laughs> from, a, from a sitting slouching perspective. Yeah, um, I think... Uh, there's no silver bullet, right? When you've got that much work, you've got to get done. You've, you've got to do it. Yes. Um, but yeah, just maybe set your set your little alarm for like two hours. Make that your longest stretch that you are sat still at your yes. computer. Um, and if you get to that two hours, just do a lap of the hallway. You know, mm. do that lap, have a stretch, just do, you know, some side to side, look over your shoulders, have a dance you know chuck one song on and have a quick little energy burst out in your lounge room Mm -hmm. oh I (laughs) love that yeah Yeah. so there's no there's no right and wrong but just when it suits you if that can be two hours that's better than it was yesterday right oh yeah I'm I'm, I think that feels like a really long period I can't sit that still for that long I would um my my bottom of my tailbone would start to ache if I sat for two hours without moving that would just be too much compression on me so let's talk about that in terms of what are we sitting on because there's lots of talk of standing desks and sitting on 
balls and all those kind of things. What 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 do you think we should be looking at and trying out and, and doing? Oh man, each of their own, right? Like I loved sitting on an exercise ball when I was in <laughs> travel. Um, but then I mean, it all kind of depends on when you sit on that ball, does that then make you sit up really straight on it or are you slouching to balance on it? Like right. what's the effect up your back that yes. you see this doing? Um, a good one for if you're in just a regular office chair, like I'm in my office chair right now. Um, like a gas lift chair. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm in at the moment. Yeah. Um, is having your feet, so where your feet sit on the ground have one foot further out than the other and tuck the other one so you're like leaning on your toe. Does that make oh, sense? Yes. So, so they're not they're not actually parallel to each other. One's further out, one's further in, and you're leaning. The one closest to you, you've got your toes tucked under. Yeah. So um, and you might see people do that. Next time you're on the train, watch people on the train. Not many people will have their feet parallel to each other. Yes. Offset them because that then is offsetting your hips a bit. Mm-hmm. And so swap that during the day and you'll, you know, we move around, swap it during the day and that's just getting that tiny little movement and place in your hips, mm-hmm. change it a bit during the day. So you're not just in one spot, completely Ooh. sedentary on that lower half. Oh, that's such a juicy little tip. Yeah. And um, those other little feet exercises that we can do and you can get those little roller things. Um, do you think they're a great idea or is that just, uh, you know, it just feels nice? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it feels nice, it's a great idea, right? Yeah. All that, all that movement is good because it's just keeping, I mean, our blood's not going to stop flowing to our feet if we're sitting at a desk for too long, but just moving. It's moving. Even if it's in that little amount, it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Oh, easy. You make it seem really easy, Georgia. And um, if I was to come to you, because I think one of the things that I'm always scared about with remedial masters, I think I had a very bad experience with one is I literally couldn't move for a week afterwards. I know. And I was just like, I actually was in agony. And I actually went back to my chiropractor afterwards. I was like, I don't know what's happened here. And he's like, well, you've just left, let let yourself go. (laughs) Like you should have gone to be going more regularly. So from a remedial massage point of view, because I I do like a nice pamper massage. I love it. But even then they're always like, your shoulders are really knotted up. So if I was to come to you the first time, is that going to be the experience or is it just the first one enough that's going to be easier? Like what's, what are your expectations as the therapist doing it? So the first time I'll definitely pay a lot of attention to your posture and like your range of movement and things like that. So I'll get you to do a couple of, you know, look this way, look that way, stretch that way. And I'm just going to kind of watch and see where you're at now, mm-hmm. where that compares to normal. Yeah. Um, and pretty much you're going to sit down. You're straight away going to go like, oh, I've just had this. You Unconsciously, you're going to go straight to the spot that's been bothering you. Like wow. it's just a body language thing that people mm-hmm. do. <laughs> oh, that's so um, interesting. Yeah. So once you're on the table, I mean, you know, when you go and get your blood taken and the phlebotomists are feeling and they feel your vein just with the tips of their fingers, mm-hmm. you can't feel it, but they can feel it. That's what musculature is like for remedial therapists. Mm-hmm. So soon, straight away, as soon as you're on the table, I'll be feeling that particular part of your shoulder, for example, and it'll it stands out like a red flag as far as what we can feel that muscle is doing and where it's tight and where it's you know knotted essentially yeah um and we just get in with that some therapists will have will be really heavy-handed and that's their nature and they are probably used to dealing with a lot of sportsmen and things who just have 
you know, they just want to get it done. No pain, no gain. Yeah. A lot of that. Um, personally, I'm a lot more of the, not, not the relaxation side, but I take things really slow and steady. So some of the feedback, I'll sometimes get people going like, you can go a bit harder. And it's like, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there, but I'm just not making your muscles like, ah, like want to kick me right back out again for yeah. going too hard too fast. Mm. So my work is a lot. I mean, the next day after a massage, everyone's going to feel like they've been hit by a truck. And that's just the inflammation process. We've worked through so much mm-hmm. in your muscles that your body's now healing itself. Like massage really promotes inflammation to promote the healing. Wow. Um, so you're going to feel pretty wrecked if we've had a pretty good session, right? But <laughs> the biggest thing then is to keep moving. The worst thing you can do in that next day is sit all day because you're feeling a bit sore because you'll just feel sore. <laughs> so yeah. you just need to keep, keep going. Water, movement, you'll feel good. Yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because when, um, when I go to my chiropractor, he's always the type that says as soon as you've been adjusting you need to go and and allow 10 minutes to walk up and down the street after so you don't go and sit in your car and sit straight down on the adjustment and Mm -hmm. I I really like that kind of advice because it means that I'm taking treatment and taking care of myself but then prolonging that so I'm presuming you offer that kind of self-care tips afterwards on how this I can get the maximum benefit from my massage yeah and depending on what someone's come in with will obviously depend on what I send them home with like I'm the worst for if someone gives me homework to do at like a physio, (laughs) I don't do that homework. (laughs) So I've always said like I'm not going to be that person who then sends someone home with a to-do list because they're not going to do it. (laughs) It doesn't happen. I'll do the Um, heat pack. But, you know, try and come up with these reps and that reps and just find 15 minutes in your day. It's not always that simple to find 15 minutes for yourself in a day yeah. right as parents you remember oh <laughs> you remember goodness. when you were younger as well just like chaotic yeah <laughs> um so my biggest thing is more about just being in tune with your body in that time afterward you know mm-hmm. how long has it been since you've had a glass of water how long has it been since you've hopped up and just moved around the room for me my aftercare is a lot more about like just getting my client to listen to their body mm-hmm. um and just take care of themselves yeah, yeah. I've actually done some journaling on, and exercises on that and I bought a journal that talked about um, sort of connecting with how you feel. And I remember when I first started with it, I think I cried the first day because I didn't realise how far removed I was from my body and how it felt. Mm-hmm. And because we just keep functioning and we're almost, we're functioning on autopilot, aren't we? And then suddenly yeah. you go, I actually don't know how I feel right now. I just, this is how I always feel and it doesn't feel great, but I can't articulate mm-hmm. it. And that awareness is actually it's actually quite hard and emotional to do, isn't it? To kind of go, yeah, have you done that? And it's, but it's good. It's a good practice, but it's, it's a very, it was much harder than what I thought it was going to be is what I'm trying to say. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. And it's also something um, where when you've got a soreness or something, you, you just get on with it and you just kind of adapt what you're doing to make way for, you know, that left shoulder that can't quite, lift up that well anymore so it doesn't matter I'll just carry the grocery bags in my right arm and then you never actually get your left shoulder seen to (laughs) so you just we just get used to living with our ailment instead of addressing it we're true and it's not always in a good way (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here and I'm I'm slightly embarrassed because I definitely have a bad right shoulder from carrying my children who are now 15 (laughs) and 17 and I have not carried them (laughs) 
for a very long time and just um the kind of pressure that it puts on one side and now I know I totally compensate and I use my left and so yes thank you for pointing that out to me (laughs) it is that bias that we have we just like our body kind of goes oh we can adjust to this and then suddenly you don't realize how much you're adjusting and and until someone goes are you all right and you actually look really bad don't you (laughs) yeah yeah yep that's it we adjust and we yeah what was that word you used we um, Compensate. compensate yeah Absolutely. We're very good at doing it and it's not some, it's something we really need to actually um, address and try and fix sooner than we ever do. Oh, <laughs> Myself so included. Ju- I'm so bad. <laughs> oh. oh, Georgia, look, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I know that my listeners will have lots of great tips and are hopefully feeling less um, less worried if they're thinking about doing remedial massage because I know that listening to you talk now, I'm like, I still need to come and book him with you, especially because you're local to me. (laughs) So um, thank you so much for your time. I'm so appreciative of you sharing your insights and wisdom into some better self-care around us sitting in the office and also what remedial massage is about. So thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, And to all my listeners, I hope you have found today useful. Um, If you are considering, like this is for all my Perth-based peeps, if you're considering a remedial massage, Georgia is based um, south of the river here in Perth. Come and see her or if you want to find a good remedial massage make sure you look and get asked for referrals so you get a good um get a good person that doesn't destroy your body and um thank you as always for tuning into the social circus i will catch you the same time next week thanks so much for tuning into the social circus as your host sarah thompson i am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.